Hello, hello. It's another wonderful day on the Lanre Agbuloje show. Today is episode 24. Like I said on the previous episodes, it's really not about quantity for me, it's about quality. So I've just taken a little time, been doing some research, trying to see what I should present on the show and I have come across some information and I think it's worth sharing and I guess the next 10 or 11 episodes will be dedicated towards this topic this theme it's gonna be about the secret societies on earth so Maybe about 10 or 11 secret societies we will be discussing in the next 10 or 11 episodes of the show. Maybe that will take us to about the 34th episode or the 33rd episode. But stay tuned. It's going to be a joyous ride full of information about secret societies if you're interested about this information I guess another interesting point is the fact that I am a member of one of these secret societies which is the Rosicrucians ancient mystic order Rose Crusades so at some point hopefully we will be talking about the Rosicrucians and their impact here on earth but for today we start the series of episodes on secret societies with the first secret society we should be discussing and it is the knights templar we've all heard about the knights templar some way somehow in videos movies history they did exist I'm very sure well on some underground level somehow they still have a presence here or we can still feel their impact till today. Without much ado, the Knights Templar, secret societies, the Knights Templar. Your host, Lanre Agbulwaje, and you're tuning to the Lanre Agbulwaje show. Enjoy. The Knights Templar Much that has been written about the Knights Templar over the years is misinformation. Some is no doubt misunderstanding. Some is wishful thinking and some may well be deliberate deception. It can be difficult now to disentangle the historically verifiable facts from the tangled web of highly colorful romantic fantasy. What is certain is that the story of the Templars continues to fascinate thousands of people throughout the world. The Templar Origins 
Medieval chronicles showed that the Knights Templar were formed around 1119 with the aim of protecting Christian pilgrims traveling to Jerusalem. Jerusalem had been captured by the Crusaders in 1099 and some Christians naturally wanted to go on pilgrimage to the place where Jesus had been crucified. However, the journey was long and hard, as well as the physical problems of traveling over difficult terrain in uncertain weather. There was the ever-present risk of attack. The Order of Knights Hospitala already looked after sick pilgrims in Jerusalem, but there was no one to protect pilgrims from being attacked as they made their way there. The Hospitalers did not become a military order themselves until the 1130s, following the formal recognition of the Knights Templar as such. The Knights Templar were founded by Hughes de Payen, circa 1070 to 1136 a noble from Champagne in northeast France. With Godfroy, they sent Omer and just seven other knights, mostly of noble families. Their numbers quickly grew. By 1130, there were around 300 knights in Palestine. They took their name from their quarters in Jerusalem, which were near the Al-Aqsa Mosque on Temple Mount supposedly built over the ruins of Solomon's temple. Their full name was the Order of the Poor Knights of Christ and the Temple of Solomon. Although the order existed from around 1119, it was not formally created and approved by the Pope until 1128 at the Council of Torres, southeast of Paris. This was largely at the instigation of the highly influential Cistercian abbot Bernard of Clairvaux, 1090-1153, who also drew up the rule for the new order until they had been under the Augustinian rule. Bernard was later largely responsible for rallying support in launching of the disastrous Second Crusade and Vezela in France. The Templars rule. All religious orders live by a rule. The Templars rule, initially strongly influenced by Bernard of Clairvaux, developed during the 12th and 13th centuries. He set out the daily rules and regulations for the way Templar knights must live, their religious obligations, their food, clothing, and so on. In common with other monastic orders, Templars had to attend a succession of services throughout the day, starting with meetings at 4 a.m. They ate simply and in silence, although unlike the Cistercians, they were allowed to eat meat three days a week to keep up their fighting strength. On Fridays, they had to eat fish and eggs. Maybe that's why till today a lot of people on Fridays in the Christian religion eat fish on Fridays 
Interesting. The rule also set out the penalties for any infringements. These range from a knight having to eat off the floor to being stripped of his mantle, weapons and horse, and even being expelled from the order. discuss a little bit more and maybe talk about the dissolution of the order because not true they were dissolved early in the morning of friday 13th october 1307 under direct orders of philip the fourth king of france 1268-1313 every member of the order of the knights templar in france was arrested on a charge of heresy the king was known as Philippe le Bel, Philippe de Fer, but for his looks, not his character. The Charges Against the Knights Templar The charges were very serious. The Templars were accused of secret dealings with the Saracens so that the Holy Land would be Muslim, not Christian of homosexual acts, of blaspheming against Christ, of spitting, trampling, or even urinating on the cross, of worshipping the head of an idol called Baphomet, and more. Were any of the charges true, the Templars certainly had dealings with the Saracens from time to time. This was inevitable in the medieval warfare, when enemy forces were often only a few miles apart campaigns went on for decades cities and forts were taken and retaken and captives and hostages were exchanged and ransomed however there is absolutely no evidence that the knights templar wanted the muslims to win the holy land sexual debauchery and especially homosexual acts were a standard charge if you wanted to bring someone down just as today Simply, an accusation was damaging without any proof being necessary. These days, things are a little bit more lenient now. You do have people that perform homosexual acts in all kinds of power. And they're just like everybody else now, especially in places like Canada and some other places. Worthy to know. The Templar Knights swore an oath of chastity, but so did monks, nuns, and priests, and it was not unknown for them to misbehave sexually, but there is no evidence the Templars did so. Blasphemy was the most serious charge of all. For anyone, let alone dedicated members of the Christian order, to blaspheme against Christ and desecrate the cross was abhorrent. If there was any truth in these charges, the condemnation of the Knights Templar would have been fully acceptable, according to the mores of the time. But was there? Hmm. The Verdict A number of experienced lawyers, 
and Dominican heresy hauntings. Examined the charges against the Templars and found no evidence to substantiate them. Despite this, Philip the Fair pressed ahead with torturing the Templar knights in his custody. The fact that some of them confessed to the charges proves only that the people sometimes make confessions under torture, like today. Many of these or many of those who did so later retracted them even though this would lead to their deaths. On the 12th of May 1310, Philip had 54 Templars burned to, the, to death in a field outside Paris. All of them pro protesting their innocence of the charges against them. Despite severe misgivings and under military threat from Philip, a secret meeting of the Council of Vienne under Pope Clement issued a formal suppression of the order in April 1312. The last master, Jacques de Molay, was burned at the stake in Paris in March 1314. It is said that as the flames licked around him, he swore that he would meet both Philip and Clement before the throne of God within a year. Both king and pope died within the next 12 months. <laughs> Interesting stories. Mm. I guess probably well, probably most let's see, there's, there's a couple more information that we could discuss about about the Night Templars. Let's go on. Still tune in to the Landry and Bullard J show. The series Secret Societies Number One The Knights Templar. Templar myths. There are many myths about the Knights Templar. One is the assumption that they were condemned as heretics by the Catholic Church. This is not so, despite Philip IV's best efforts at blackening their name and closing the order down. The Templars were never formally condemned by the Church. Indeed, a recently discovered document in the Vatican archives, the parchment of Chinon, reveals that Pope Clement V granted absolution to Jacques de Molay and the other Templar leaders in August 1308, thinking he could still save the order or merge it with the Knights Hospitaller. Some say, with complete absence of evidence, that the Templars had the head or skull that they venerated, and that this might have been the head of the Magdalene, of John the Baptist, or even Jesus himself. Alternatively, it was an idol that they worshipped. Baphomet was either a demon or Provenka, way of pronouncing Muhammad. The 20th century Jewish scholar Hugh Scornfield believed that the Baphomet was a Jewish code representing the Greek name Sophia, the female wisdom persona of God. Many non-scholarly books about the Templar state as fact that during their early years in Jerusalem, rather than protecting pilgrims on their way to the Holy City, they spent their time digging under the Temple Mount. They're supposed to have uncovered tunnels containing both great treasure or some terrible heritage secret. 
perhaps the agenda the authors the body of Jesus may be of Mary Magdalene or proof that Jesus had been married to the Magdalene okay I guess we're reaching to closing of the episode one last important vital information and I hopefully will not miss is I guess we can talk about the offshoots of the order of the temple let's see okay one final information I would like to highlight is the Nazi connection between the Knights Templar. In the early 20th century, German nationalism began to be organized in societies. All societies such as the Teutonic Knights were resurrected in right-wing incarnation. In 1907, Georg Lanz von Lembefels founded the Ordo Novi Templi, Order of New Templars. This was followed by the Germanen Order in 1912 and the Thule Society in 1918. These societies believed in the purity of German blood and were anti-Semitic. They formed the background for the National Socialist or Nazi Party and for all that followed. You have been listening to the Landry Agbolwaje Show, episode 24, series Secret Societies, number one, The Knights Templar. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Next time, I hope to bring you more information about some other secret societies. This is vital information. I am preserving, circulating, proliferating, sharing information that I feel is important. Until next time. Take care and God bless.